Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you a part of this program. Award nominated. We don't win, but we do get nominated. PGA Tour, the Players' Championship, the 17th hole, the Island Green. That starts Thursday, NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock. You can also watch this program on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free. We'll let you know when you can sign up to be in the Celebrity Bracket Challenge with March Madness. You got a lot of great people in there. Fritzy, of course, has been asking for some big names. Probably not smart of him to go after some names who have no idea who I am or this show <laughs> is. But for Fritzy's ego to be able to reach out to beautiful women around the world, it certainly helps. So, uh, Todd, how are we doing on uh, the celebrity front here for I the Bracket we're doing, Challenge? We're doing pretty well, actually. Michael Buble, who the last couple of years was kind of hesitant to get involved, mm. said he would do it this year. He was on the Buble the past couple oh, of years. Was. Blue, blue. He was on the Buble. That's very nice. March Madness. That's, that's a good Gordon Ramsay, not in yet, but didn't say no. There you go. Okay. Uh, George Brett is going to be joining us. A couple others I can uh, mention for you. We love George Brett. Kirk Cousins is going to do now, something. I, I don't care about the guys. I care about the women you've asked who've said no. Oh. Some of the women who said no include uh, Zendaya, Zendaya, Drew Barrymore. That's a real bummer that Zendaya is not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, because I know that she knows her hoops. That's that's a real bummer. Yeah. Everybody we called our America's sweetheart a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves Drew Barrymore. She used to be America's sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Todd said uh, no. Carrie Underwood, uh, Kristen Bell was too busy. Jacqueline Smith from the old Charlie's Angels. Oh days. my God, what are you doing? Alessandra Ambrosio. Yeah, Denise fun. Richards also recently uh, <laughs> took a pass. It's not her thing. I think is what the publicist said. Okay, says. what is her thing? I don't know. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. She, uh, if there's young kids around, you might have to earmuff this. But Drew Barrymore was the very first Playboy magazine that I was like, we got to get that one. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Sometime in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's there. I was like, that's one that we need to buy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been in a couple of movies with Drew. She's a wonderful, very nice woman. And, uh, of course, you know, her and Sandler are great friends. Yeah. Uh, what other women? Margot Robbie said no. Yeah, but what? Kelly Clarkson is strongly considering, as is a Dylan Dreyer, the NBC Today uh, weather woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, so does a show, some animal show on the weekend. I this think is not exciting. a joke. This is not a bit. It's not a joke. pretty good about Dylan Dreyer, and uh, I think a few others are going to come through. What about uh, (laughs) nobody loves local reporters, anchors, weather people like Todd does? There are several Connecticut ones that I want to invite, but it's Connecticut. It's a national show, so... You don't know who. What uh, about Jennifer Lammers? Who's uh, I actually did that? send her a uh, send her a note the other day. I haven't heard back just. Why yet. don't you ask Billy Bush if he wants to be involved with? Uh, that's uh, that's Lammers. extra extra extra. <laughs> I am surprised I haven't heard back from Lin Manuel Miranda though yet on the uh, the guy side. I thought that would be up his alley. Oh okay. Why not? Right. And we invited Simon and Garfunkel and he's John Cusack off of uh, yesterday's conversation. Okay. Uh, yeah, Paulie. He thought Lin Manuel Miranda was a woman until he Googled. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's a man. Uh. Yeah. You thought L-Y-N-N. It's right. actually L-I-N. You could easily get tricked. Yeah. Do you know that the uh, the play that he's responsible for, Todd? That Alexander Hamilton thing. Do you know the name of it? Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Brought the world and back again. Harry <laughs> like my chinny chin. Throw it in the garbage bin. Do you know who Alexander Hamilton is? He was a former president, I believe. What? 
Wasn't he a president? He was a vice president? Ty finished second in his class every week. Yeah, I know. Of 600. I went into a lot of stuff on that. Oh, you did? There's a lot of math and science. (laughs) Yes, Marv. No, I'm just shocked that he didn't know that. Oh, okay. Alexander Hamilton. Original cast, by the way. Yeah, I did. I saw saw it twice. Original cast. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Original cast. Saw that, too. Just letting you know. Not giving away my shot. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Sounds terrible. You never saw it, though. I saw it on TV. Okay. Not but the same. They did the live thing. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Todd, do you know the name of the play? I can't remember the name. I know it was a big deal. I just know <laughs> Manuel Miranda and Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Seton, would you, would you tell him the name of the play? Hamilton? Hmm. Uh-uh. There you go, Hamilton. <laughs> go figure. Fiddler on the Roof. Stat of the day brought to you. Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. More phone calls coming up. Poll question for the final hour of the program is what? Yeah, we just put up the one Paul was talking about. Would you rather have your number uh, retired by the Lakers, but you're not a Hall of Famer, or you play for multiple teams and are a Hall of Famer? Okay. And, and then what, what was the final tally of the other poll question for the first two hours about Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> that was mean-spirited, but good. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, what, who wants their Ooh. current quarterback less right now? Uh, the Packers are leading with 68% of the vote. Yeah. Over the Ravens. Ravens have, uh, yeah, 32. Paulie, I just saw Ryan Leaf walk, our, uh, walk by. Yeah, our buddy just popped in the studio. Oh, let's see if uh, Ryan wants to join us. Oh, please. Yeah, maybe uh, he can sit in your chair there. Former uh, quarterback, done some great stuff. I saw him on NFL, uh, the NFL Network. He did some stuff. There he is. Hey. Hey. Ryan Leaf. Hey. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf is here. Look at that. How about that? Is for he in our tournament? How How about, I, do it? I just had to drop my car off at the Kia of Milford, so I thought I'd come <laughs> over and sit for the two hours and watch your show, and then he asked me to come work. I okay. Mean, yeah. All right. Well, great to see you. Uh, the NFL <laughs> Network, I've, I've seen you on the uh, – Doing the morning thing. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, they've given me an opportunity to break down some players. And then uh, last week, I got to host the whole show for three days while Peter Schrager was at the at the Combine. So that was that was a lot of fun. You brought up something, and I'm going to get to this other situation with Lamar Jackson and, and Aaron Rodgers. But you brought up something about Russell Wilson and why he's been struggling. And I'd not heard that from anybody. So if you could enlighten our audience on what you think could be Maybe at the crux of Russ struggling in Denver. Well, I, I, I didn't mean for any, it to be an excuse or anything. It's, it's not. I just don't think enough people had context around what happened. So um, when he got to IMG before he started to go into the draft, he met a young man by the name of Trevor Moad. And Trevor worked really in the cognitive thinking um, behavior aspect of things. Uh, he's worked with Alabama and Nick Saban and Kirby Smart in Georgia for years, helping their players build this mentality. And and uh, he really worked with with Russell. And Russell bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, it's a neutral thinking. It is about not allowing uh, a semblance of negativity into your thinking at all. It's not necessarily positive thinking. It's just staying as neutral as possible. Um, and, and I think it's... And he bought into it so much that it almost seems at times like he, he's a simulation sometimes. Yes. And, and so that can be off-putting. That could be isolating. Um, but Trevor, who helped me once I got out of prison, started working with me a way, the way I think and the way I go about things. And he's re- a big reason why I'm, I'm the person I am right now in these last 10 years. Um, he passed away, uh, unfortunately, uh, right at the end of, of Russell's tenure in, in Seattle. And they usually did their work in the offseason, so they probably had all their work kind of done and, and, and ready to go that year. And, and he struggled, of course, his last year in Seattle with injuries. And I, I just think it was something that truly affected him. Last year, I think he just went so much over the top to try to be that way. It did look like he was a simulation at times last year. And... Um, and I had some friends of his reach out here after they saw me talk about it and said this was kind of spot on. And and you're right, no one was talking about this. Everybody was kind of, I, I get people throwing trash at him around everything and some of the things he's done, but I wanted some people to have some context around. And it was also a way to honor my friend who's who's gone, who did tremendous things for so many people, for Russell in particular, 
uh, and, and for me in particular as well. Yeah, we've had uh, we had Trevor in here. He, he joined us uh, one show and you know talked about positivity and talked about you know being with athletes and and how you get them ready yeah. for an upcoming season or a big game. Ryan Leaf joining us uh, by surprise here in studio. <laughs> the Lamar Jackson situation. How does this work out for both? I I mean I don't see how it does. But then to hear the teams last night just instantaneously come out and say, "Well, we're not, we're not in the Lamar Jackson business," mm-hmm. especially especially teams that we are talking about need quarterbacks. But do you think they're saying that, and that's the way they're going to be this entire summer, or do you think the Falcons go, you know, "Listen to this. anybody?" Yeah, listen to this. So I, when I was on Good Morning Football the other morning, I said, "Anything you hear from Super Bowl to draft day." You can't believe a word that comes out of anybody's mouth. Yeah. Nobody's. Not an agent's, not a player's, not a front office, anybody. Because everybody's trying to leverage everybody. Everybody's trying to get something more off somebody. So yeah, I, I, I don't like the, the public aspect of it where they came out and did that. Maybe they were posturing because I, don't, I can't fathom an, uh, a bunch of teams going after Lamar Jackson right now because you can get him by paying him what he wants and all you have to give up is two first-round draft picks. I, I'm, I'm all in that, that thing if I'm the Jets, if I'm the Panthers, if I'm the Falcons. Yeah, but are you paying him $230 million yes. guaranteed? You yes. are? Yes. Yes, this is where contracts are going, and this is why no one wants to do it. Because they don't want a second. They can use the Deshaun Watson as an outlier because of the significant difference of what was going on last year. They don't want to pay a second one because then owners throughout the league now know every time they sign a quarterback, it's going to have to be fully guaranteed money. But are they, I know they're trying to reset the market. Yeah. But I would be saying to Lamar and his mom, we're going to look at Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson's contract. Like, that's that's where we can be, and we want you to be here, and we will guarantee, you know, you'll get the same numbers that they're getting. And, you know, is that going to be good enough for you? Or do you just say, nope, I should be paid every bit what Deshaun Watson's getting paid? He, uh... He is stuck to his guns, and I will, I'll give him a ton of credit for that because I don't think for a second that if there isn't a contract that comes on the table and he's asked to play on the non-exclusive tag next year, I don't think he plays on it either. But i got to give up two first-round picks for him and pay him all that money. I think Atlanta would be an ideal place for him. I could see the commanders and Daniel Snyder giving the middle finger to the rest of the NFL and saying, hey, before I sell this team, I'm going to give him that. You guys deal with that. Uh, yeah. You guys deal with that when your you know, contracts come up. But if you're the Bengals and you're the Chargers, are you going to pay $230 million guaranteed to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert? Yes. Those two are by far guaranteed worth- money. Yes. Okay. That's where it's going. The quarterback position is going to be a fully guaranteed position and they are holding out as long as they can but i can guarantee that ryan but i don't want to guarantee 230 million dollars i'd like to bring him back to where the other players are i know you'd like to he's not willing to do that and he right now is one of the best quarterbacks in all of the nfl and that is a league okay that is run it, by it, that. all right here you go you got uh, justin herbert joe burrow lamar jackson Give me the order of you're going to pay $230 million guaranteed. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Okay. But all three in your bank account are getting $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, they can. uh, Capologists, general managers, they can figure a way to get it done. Just listen to Andrew Brandt. Uh, He's helped me a ton in figuring out how to go about this, where you go and pay your quarterback a ton of money, a huge portion of what the cap percentage is, and still be able to feel a very competitive team. He's been incredibly helpful to yeah, me but, to understand but that. Yeah, but you've got Lamar who's been injured the last two years. I'm not going to pay you on what you did. i got to pay you on what we are going to do together as we move forward. I, I can't pay him that kind of well, if I'm not going to give him guaranteed $230 million. If you paid him what he did, every time he's been on the field, he's been the best player in that division. You know, uh, at the quarterback position. When he's been hurt, he's been hurt. I don't fault him at all for not playing at the end of the year if he wasn't 100% because he went out and played on his fifth year. They should have done this deal. Yes. They should have done this deal after year three. But the same thing with the Giants, with Daniel Jones. They should have. They should get that at all. Would you have given Daniel Jones that deal? I wouldn't have. Yeah. But, uh, but they were kind of they kind of put themselves in a tough position. They didn't give him a fifth year option, right? He goes out and plays so well that they get to the the he wins a playoff game, 
and then he had the leverage. I, I don't know how much leverage. I don't know who was bidding against. No, I, I give him a, a you know non-exclusive. You want to? There you go. You want him? I'm the only. You're the only other person I've heard say that. I said it too. They should have given him the non-exclusive, paid sure. him 32.8, and say do it again in Brian Dable's offense. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm uh, with you. Uh, the situation with the Jets. What can the Jets tell Aaron Rodgers? What do you think they told Aaron Rodgers that would make him go, all right, I'm going to be a Jet? Oh, I'm sure they, you know, you know, clamored to his ego and, uh, <laughs> you know, approached the, approached the uh, you know, the narcissistic kiss, personality. Kiss the kiss, ring. Kiss the ring. Um, and Nathaniel Hackett's there. There's a big... I mean, but do was, you want Aaron Rodgers? No. No. Listen to this, people. All right. You are the New York Jets. Do you honestly think you bring in an Aaron Rodgers, the team is good enough? You add that piece, they leapfrog Buffalo. They leapfrog Cincinnati. They leapfrog Kansas City. I'm even going to throw Jacksonville and Los Angeles in the equation. Maybe Miami. You think they leapfrog all those people because you only get them for a year. You're only going to get them That's for one year. That's why I don't want him because... There you go. You I and I are so on the same page. And I never would have thought that. Yep. Yeah. I think they go after Lamar. That's enough. I, I think they get on get on that plane and fly right to Baltimore or down to Miami. Wherever. So you would take Lamar if you're the Jets over Aaron Rodgers. I would pay him the what his, I would sign him to his offer sheet, toss over those a uh, couple first round draft picks, mm. and now you got the whole team that you had there before, and you got a guy for the next five years in his prime playing in New York, where you have been just absolutely uh, anemic at the quarterback position. And I think they're a year away. I, I think they're too. I think they're a playoff team, but if I'm making a move, I don't want to make a move that's really a false move. That we have Aaron and then we don't have him. Now what do we really have? Are we back to Mike White? That's why I like Derek Carr. I did too. Yeah. What the hell is going on that you and I are on the same page? You just haven't had me on in a long time. You and I just are not. Uh, you know, co- maybe it's my move to Connecticut. We're both Connecticut <laughs> people now, and so now we think differently. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a few years ago, I never would have thought we'd have been on the same page. Nope. Now we are. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, you're growing up. I, I, I am. <laughs> How cool is this, though? Uh, we moved to Connecticut, and Polly, Polly's little girls, um, Peyton and Molly, they babysit my little five-year-old now. MacGyver. Yes. It's, <laughs> it is the best thing in the world, because Polly was the one that always reached out to me back when I was struggling so poor, so poorly, and... We've stayed friends forever, yeah. um, and and now we're in this place where his his little girls are. I go to his I go to his girls' uh, little basketball game, and 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 MacGyver came along. I and, still think that you got to name your kid MacGyver. How awesome is that? And your wife was fine with it. She's the one who picked it. Damn. But is he going to be Mac or is he going to be? Are you going to be? You know, hey, his name is MacGyver. Um. I call him Mick G. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, it's MC. It's not spelled like MacGyver, the TV show. It's spelled M-C-G-Y-V-E-R. So I call him Mick G. Um, Anna calls him Guyver sometimes. Um, All right. You know, some people call him Mac. Um, but uh, he knows when he's in trouble. He'll, he'll get the MacGyver Fitzgerald. Ooh. Get your butt over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to see you. You too. And I hope your car, uh, you know, is. It's is just fun. a just a fifteen thousand mile service okay. appointment. It just happens to be down the road, so I thought I'd come in the green room and watch you watch you work. Oh, Thanks, guys. Great. Happy for your success. That's yes, uh, Ryan Leaf joining us on the program. Yeah, I saw him. I go, uh, Ryan Leaf is here, Paulie. He goes, yeah, he's dropping off his car. I go, oh, okay. Well, have him come in. How cool is that? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and he's done great. Good morning, football on uh, NFL Network. Done some uh, great things. All right, we'll take a break. Ramona Shelburne going to join us from uh, L.A., NBA insider for the Mothership. She was there as Pau Gasol got his jersey retired last night. Get her thoughts on what's going on with the Lakers, John Morant, a few other items to talk to her about. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. I got my new clubs. And you know who's really instrumental in me getting my new clubs? Darius Rucker. Because every time I'd be at a golf event and we'd play golf, he'd go, dude, you got to get these clubs. I said, yeah, 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 you know, you know, but I, I got a partnership with somebody else. He goes, you got to get these clubs. So when we had the opportunity to talk to PXG, I said, hey, I'm all in on this. I know the clubs. I know the driver. I know the putter. Uh, you guys have been in Scottsdale for a long time. I know the whole story behind you guys, and I'd love to come in and get a fitting. And I did. You can go to pxg.com or 844-PLAY-PXG. 
or PXG store near you. And when you go in, you want to talk about a thorough fitting. It's going to take you two and a half hours, probably. But you learn so much about your swing and the clubs that you should be using. And PXG, they leave no doubt there. So it's been great. Just banging balls on the simulator. And uh, where's the first tee and uh, what's the course record? That's what I normally ask. Nobody makes golf clubs the way they do, period. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. Per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Watched a lot of NBA last night. I was fascinated with the Thunder. They beat Golden State. Uh, Josh Giddy had a triple-double, and I think he's only 20 years of age, kid out of uh, Australia. And... Uh, You know, Kyrie Irving has this stat. He's averaging almost 10 points per game in the fourth quarter this season. That would be the best in the NBA in the fourth quarter for any player over the last 25 years. Stat of the Day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, Anthony Davis went for 30-22, and 22, leading the Lakers over the Grizzlies. And uh, Ramona Shelburne, one of our favorites, was uh, there last night in attendance. ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, and for the second straight year, ESPN's NBA coverage celebrates International Women's Day. Today, all women-led broadcasts, more than 70 women on camera, behind the scenes, Leading the NBA coverage, 
Mavs and Pelicans tip off at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Tune in for NBA Today, NBA Countdown shows as well. Ramona will be part of the NBA Today panel at 3 Eastern. Good to see you again. Ramona, what's that mean to you, International Women's Day? Well, you know, for me, it's 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 something like when I came up, I was always like the the only one in the press box. And me, me, me and maybe one other person. I remember Lisa Dillman from the LA Times. It was me and her on the Clippers. And, it, and then we look around, there was nobody else. Um, and now that now I, I see women everywhere. And so I think that's really cool that it's, it's uh, I'm glad we celebrate it, but it's almost because because we've done so much here, um, it's not as rare anymore. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad every night I, I walk into the studio, I see, I see women there. But when you were in high school or college, yeah. who did you look up to? Oh man, that's Jackie Mack, <laughs> Jackie McMullen, right? Um, so I grew up in LA and I grew up watching watching the Lakers, right? And the Boston Celtics. And so I think the first time I met Jackie McMullen when I, I went out to cover the Lakers against the Celtics in the 2008 finals, um, I tried to ask, you know, try to introduce myself. And it's the first time, Dan, you know me, I talk a lot, right? Very rare that I cannot find words. I think I just said, I could not even talk to Jackie McMullen. <laughs> like, I was like, ja- Jackie, my name is, you're, you're Jackie. Like, <laughs> it's like that uh, Chris Farley character on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You're Paul McCartney. <laughs> so, yeah. And she's like, yes. <laughs> right. I, but, um, and I don't know if people understand the imprint that Jackie McMullen yeah. has left on the NBA because. Like, I, I remember we played pickup basketball in Chicago during the <laughs> NBA Finals. She was on my team. She was just, you know, part of the, the media. She, she was not yeah. somebody different, but she was. Right. But she yeah, just... she's Jackie Mack. Yes. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. Well, uh, you know, for me, too, like, playing college softball, like, you know, we, we played, I played at Stanford, and it was like, we made it to the College World Series my senior year. And that was the year where they put the semifinal, they put the whole World Series on ESPN. That was the first year they did that. Before that, you had to make it all the way to the semifinals or the finals. And so, like, I mean, that's, I think that might have been my first TV appearance, right? It's just being on ESPN <laughs> in, the, in the College World Series. But now it's like, turn on and there's a softball game all the time. There's people, you know, all, all summer long or all spring long we're watching it. Uh, how would you sum up the atmosphere last night with Pal Gasol's jersey uh, retired? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, first of all, like there was a there's people who came back, right? So there was, you know, it was it was great to see Phil Jackson up on the up on the video board. He did a video message for him. He was he stayed mostly in a suite, but we haven't seen Phil in a lot of years here, so that was that was cool seeing him. I saw his whole um uh, the the entire Spanish media was there, right? Um <laughs> they were uh, I think I got interviewed by seven outlets from Barcelona because <laughs> uh, he really is a national hero there. But I thought it was interesting, Dan, cuz he you know, he only played seven years for the Lakers, right? And they won two titles in those seven years. Uh, but he was universally beloved. And it's 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 easy to forget, like, when the last year or so of his time there, it's kind of awkward, right? They tried to trade him for the in the Chris Paul trade, and then there was other trade, subsequent trade discussions. It was, like, kind of a messy ending there. Um, and so, but he's he's sort of right back into the family now. And I thought it was appropriate. His, his jersey is right next to Kobe and right below James Worthy's. Um, and it's like, that's the kind of player Powell was like, he was, um, he was such a, a gentleman, such a great complimentary player to Kobe. Like you could not have designed a better complimentary player for Kobe Bryant than Powell Gasol. And like the one thing I always remember, uh, he, when they traded for him, like the Lakers never did midseason trades, never because the, Bill ran the triangle and you know, the triangle might as well have been hieroglyphics to most people. Right. Powell literally had like one meeting. He was like, Oh yeah, I got this. Okay. Oh wow. Because <laughs> he's so smart, and and I think that basketball IQ and and with him and Kobe in terms of their basketball IQ, running the triangle, it was just a seamless fit, and um, it was great. It was great seeing there. He had his two little kids. He had like the baby there, and then randomly at the end, this is like such a random note, but it was it was like something that sticks out to me. Jimmy Butler came over. I know. I know. Okay. And I and I remember I was like doing the math. I'm like, wait, the Heat played in Miami last night. And they have a game against Cleveland tomorrow night in Miami. <laughs> like, so did Jimmy just fly? Who Jimmy played with Powell in Chicago, obviously. Did Jimmy just fly on the off day to like give Powell a hug? That's pretty, cool. pretty amazing. Would you rather <laughs> have your jersey retired in the Raptors uh-huh. with the Lakers, uh huh, or just be a Hall of Famer elsewhere? 
I mean, you can't be in the rafters with the Lakers without being a Hall of Famer. So there's like, it's kind of a debate here in LA, right? There's a lot of Lakers who could have their jersey retired, but they're not Hall of Famers. So like a Michael Cooper, for example, Derek Fisher, those guys have a lot of rings, but they're not up in the rafters because they're not in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So that's why it's like a, like, you know, they got a lot of jerseys up there. (laughs) So they got to, they have a certain standard and it's, uh, you know, they're doing it quick now too. They don't wait to retire jerseys until you go into the hall. Um, but it was, it was a great scene. And, and the only thing about Powell, like, you know, do you remember when at the end of his time there, when Mike D'Antoni got there and there was this big fight over you know, playing Powell and Dwight Howard together, because playing the two bigs and Mike D'Antoni was like, no, it's just, it's just simple math. You can't have two bigs on the floor at one time. And you know, it's not how it works. Right. And Powell like really was very offensive. Like at one point they brought Powell off the bench. You remember that? Um, by the end of his time, though, Powell's starting to shoot three-pointers. And then when he goes to Chicago and to, I think he finished up in in, uh, in uh, Milwaukee and uh, and Portland, he was shooting threes. <laughs> he yeah. was shooting threes. So you can see that evolution of the game. Like, he just had to change because the game changed so much. Like, now you, you have to be a stretch four or five. If I changed rosters, if I put uh-huh. the Lakers roster in the Clippers uniforms, okay. and I put the Clippers in the Lakers uniform. How much yeah. coverage do, huh. the, do the Clippers get? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, they, it'd be every day. I mean, even though I don't like, like Kawhi Leonard probably wouldn't say anything, but like people would cover him every day. And that's, um, you know, Paul George is a good, good media guy, you know, but um, it's really just, it's the uniform. It's the stage. It's the, it's the bright lights. So like, even if LeBron was with the Clippers, they, the Lakers are still going to be the star. Yeah. Yeah, the Lakers. It's it's a it's a Laker and Dodger town. I mean, yeah. we, you know, I do radio in LA, Dan, and we always we we know the demos of who listens and what they want and when they turn it on, when they turn it off, and it's literally like if you want to rank the top five topics, right? Like what gets the people to listen? It's Lakers, Lakers, <laughs> maybe a little Dodgers, Lakers, Lakers. <laughs> it's it's like that level of interest. Do you remember the first time you sat down with Kobe or interviewed Kobe? I don't know if I remember the first time. I remember some of the best times, right? Where he, um, uh, you know, Kobe's like a year older than me. So I was in high school when he came into the league. And I like, I remember when he took Brandy to the prom, that was a big deal. And uh, so when I got to cover him, I just, I just graduated college maybe a year or two earlier. And I think they sent me out there to run quotes. Howard Beck was our beat writer at the time. And mm-hmm. I was giving him a morning off or whatever. And I was like, really starstruck because this was like the Shaq Kobe Lakers era and I'm like a 24 year old kid just you know hold the microphone right um and uh and after a little while like Kobe Kobe took note of who was out there and I remember one time on a road trip I was filling in and I think he realized that this was like the first time I'd been on a road trip and because obviously I wasn't the regular beat guy and he was about to leave the locker room we were in Memphis and he taps me on the shoulder and he goes hey um I was about to leave do you need me for anything and oh, I, I was oh my god! Well, really, like that level of understanding that okay, one, I'm young, I'm not here every day, but I'm clearly filling in for the beat writer that night, and he was gonna leave, and he, I think he kind of knew like I'm Kobe, you probably need to talk to me, and you're gonna look bad if you don't have quotes from me, right? Like it was just that level of recognition mm. where I didn't even think I was relevant at that point. I didn't think he knew my name. MVP vote goes to who? Ooh, this year. You know, I think it's I think this year it's Jokic, but I want to see how how this year finishes, right? Cuz um Jokic to me like you can you, you have to separate the last 2 years even though I know it's going to factor in people's mind of like whether you vote for him or not. Um but like you know, early in the year I thought it was Jason Tatum cuz the Celtics got out to such a great start and he's having a like a career year plus I think he's a better two-way player. Um the Celtics kind of faded a little bit here, but why are we ignoring Giannis? Like they're the best team in the East right now, and Giannis is having a great year. And then, and then, oh, just just when you think it's it's one of those two guys, then Joel Embiid comes out and has an incredible game, and they beat Giannis in the Bucks the other day with him hitting a key shot and and getting a defensive play. So I think I, Jokic feels like the solid front runner right now. But if that East finishes in a in an interesting way, like say the Bucks stay on this run and they just you know build a four game lead it's gonna be hard to not vote for Giannis um or let's say Philly gets up there Philly's been playing really well and Embiid has been 
playing out of his mind. So I think I think it's one of those three at this point. We, for a while, I thought we were at five. Then we were down to four candidates. I think Tatum's kind of falling out right now. Um, but we'll see how maybe they hit a finishing kick. So it's it's one of those three. And uh, it's going to be interesting as we go to the end here uh, to see the, you know, Jokic has such a solid case now, especially with Denver in first place. Like, yeah. I thought he has a better case this year than he has in the last two years. But best team in the West is who? Yeah. <sighs> Okay, let's 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 reframe that question. Okay, yeah, I know it's your show, but I'll reframe it okay. for you. Um, okay, if you had to say, there's you get one team, and that's where you're putting all your money on, right? Versus the best team, right? Who do you think is the most likely team to come out of the West at this moment in time, March eighth? I think I think I'm rolling with Phoenix, right? Yeah. I think the team I have the most faith in is probably Phoenix right now. Um, just because of their ceiling, because of how much belief I have in Devin Booker and and Kevin Durant, and I and I think my second choice would probably be the Warriors, which is crazy because I know they just lost in Oklahoma City last night, but I I know it's the the heart of a champion, all that stuff. I just when I see them and they're good, I'm like I know it's in there, and I and I feel like. I, I'm never going to write them off until they finally lose. Right? Well, we're we're waiting um, for Joker and Denver to do something in the postseason. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know I mean, we're waiting for Giannis to do something. He won an MVP, correct. and and if you give him the MVP yeah. this year, that's why I, I'm I have no problem yeah. with that. But yeah, I'm surprised that Joker is going to win the MVP only from the standpoint of the media loves to tell a different story. They they've been waiting for Luca to to be that MVP, and that's not happening. You know, I still look at the most valuable player in the NBA, and I think it's Kevin Durant, because where he yeah. goes, I mean, he can win a championship. You know, he wherever he goes, wherever he goes, yeah, you got to factor him in. And you know, here he is in Phoenix, and we're talking about them. You know, perhaps winning a championship. Uh, I hope you have a great day, a busy day, and yeah. uh, always great to catch up with you. Thank you, Ramona. Thanks. You know, you got you're the only one who has more and better bobbleheads than I do. I've got so many bobbleheads. I don't want any more bobbleheads. But for some, remember when it was the rage? It was like, yeah. oh, you got a bobblehead. And then I was at ESPN. They go, hey, you got a bobblehead. Now it's a thing. Yeah. Like everybody probably sends you their, all of their bobbleheads. Right? Yes. I got a lot of tchotchkes, as we like to say. Uh, thank you, Ramona. Thanks, Dad. That's Ramona Shelburne. By the way, second straight year ESPN's NBA coverage uh, celebrates International Women's Day with all women-led broadcasts, more than 70 women on camera, behind the cameras, leading NBA's, uh, the NBA coverage there. Mavs Pelicans tips off at 7.30 Eastern. Uh, Ramona, you can see her on NBA Today. That starts at 3 Eastern. Always good to talk to her. Plugged in. Take a break. Paulie says we have a hand size update. Major. Oh, Major hand size update. Oh, boy. Yeah. Marvin will not be happy. Oh, Always comes back to that, doesn't it, Marv? Always. Yeah. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Back after this. Oh, Simply Safe Home Security, best home security system of 2023. You know you're really good that here we are in March, and U.S. News has already said that's the best home security system of this year. They didn't even wait till the end of the year. It's like, nope, that's it. But then they said the same thing last year, and then the year before. Simply Safe, a three-peat. It's sort of like Michael Jordan's Bulls, and they did it twice, three-peating. In an emergency, agents use fast protect technology only from Simply Safe, capturing critical evidence, verifying a threat is real so you can get priority police dispatch. Nobody else offers that. This is what Simply Safe does. It's simple, simple to install, but it's safe. You can lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, arm and disarm your system from anywhere. You get 24-7 professional monitoring, but it costs you under a dollar a day. That's less than half the price of traditional home security systems. SimplySafeDan.com. Go there today, get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like SimplySafe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Uh, here we go. I think this is an anniversary for Bon Jovi today. Something like that. Is that right, Todd? The number one song on this date in 1987. Oh, it's so bad. Red, 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 red. No, it's not good. <laughs> oh, man, the union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. Okay, it's tough. Okay. It's really tough. How tough? <laughs> and then, let's not even start talking about Gina, okay? <laughs> it's working for a man. <laughs> got to hold on to what we got, Dan. And you have to do it right now. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Okay, because we've got each other, and that's a lot. <laughs> Then no matter what bar you go to, you always got to do this part. Hold on. Oh, look at Todd back there singing. You're in your glory. I love it. I got my eyes open yeah. for some reason. I just got them closed. An anthem. Yeah. An anthem. I just like the... Uh, way, way, yeah, I know way. you do. Nah, I hate that. <laughs> Figures. Yeah. Yeah, I know you. 
mid-80s music, man, you are all over that. It's just the greatest thing there is. I can't believe you invited Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. Why, though? I mean, I think she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. And that's enough of a reason to invite it, her to It is, bracket. but she doesn't know who we are. You never know when someone's going to say, you know what, she would love to participate. She's a big fan of Norfolk State, and let's go. <laughs> you just don't know. Jacqueline Smith is 77 years of age. It still looks unbelievable. She's all about the bracket sheet. Yes, she is. Yes. Yes, Pauline. I just saw a recent picture of her. Yes. She's still a one seed. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. It, it is amazing. She's 77. It's not fair. It, it's just not fair. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. Okay. Uh, this day in sports history, last call for phone calls. Um, the hand size update. This is huge, Dan. No pun intended. Is the hand huge? The highest hand size measurement in the past decade okay. in combine history is oh. turned in by Dewan Jones, offensive tackle from Ohio State. Okay. Uh, he's from Indianapolis. He's a senior. He's 6'8", 374. Okay. Longest arms of the draft, by the way, as well. Okay. Let's play guess that hand size for Dewan Jones, the good offensive tackle, very good offensive tackle. I'm going to start with Todd. 10.27. Not even close. No. See, no counter. 11.5. All right. Hold on. Now, 11.5 would be 11.5. 11 11 and and half. Half. Okay, just checking. 11.5. Okay. Marv? I'm going to go 11.8. 11, 11.8. Eight. That would be 8 tenths of an inch. Okay, All 11 right. and 8 tenths of an inch. I'm going to go 11.4. Seaton wins closest to the hole. 11 and 5 eighths inches. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Congratulations. Let's go. Big hands. Yeah, I don't know if it matters for an offensive lineman. Right. right. Well, for holding. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of holding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one can hold big hands. Yeah. Holding everything. Do, Damn it. Do you think he, he blames his hands? <laughs> like, they're just too damn big. Getting called for holding. Uh, Sean in D.C., thank you for that hands update. Of course. Uh, hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? I got a uh, trivia question for you and the boys based on um, Monday's um, – the sex in me topic. Oh. You, got a, you got a few minutes? Uh, well, not a few minutes, but, uh, you know, let's make a run at it. What are the two busiest times of the year for a doctor for scheduling a vasectomy? The two busiest times of the year. Okay. Uh, Paulie, you got an answer. Yeah, it's coming up next week. It's Valentine's always, Day. <laughs> no. It's always mid-March around March Madness. I know that's one of them. Okay. I think that's right. I think, is that correct, Sean? One of them. Okay. That is correct. That is one of them. Think about it. Nice, nice. How do you want to spend a nice weekend? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Labor Day? Nope. Avoiding Labor Day. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a tradition like none other. Oh, the Masters? The Masters. The weekend of the Masters. Oh, okay. Three days, undisturbed, three days undisturbed rest. So my question to you is, with those two things, what would you rather have? Uh, completely to yourself, three days alone. The weekend of the Masters, the first week of the NCAA tournament. Hmm. Where I get to sit there, sitting on a bag of frozen peas. I'm going to take the Masters. A tradition unlike any other. Yes, Bill. If I could get four days unbothered by anybody watching the NCAA tournament, I, I would give up any limb. Oh, I'd get a vasectomy, okay. oh. i get it reversed, i get oh. it back. <laughs> four days? Sure. Yeah, yeah that first... Round just game after game after game, pretty good. That's one of the best sports days of the the calendar. Pretty good. We'd take house arrest with that. I knew a guy who married, got divorced, got a vasectomy, got remarried, got it reversed, and with his new wife, and then uh, had a couple of kids. Good grief! I know. I don't know what the reverse is, but. It feels like there's a lot more involved than just the vasectomy, the reverse sectomy. It's not like a nozzle. I mean, I, there's got to be some cutting and pasting. It's more nozzle-like, I guess, than we think. Yeah. Just I mean, turn that spigot off, turn it back this on. This day in sports history, what do we have there, Paulie? Not going to compete with that. Uh, New York Yankees in 1930 signed Babe Ruth. You've heard of him. Overrated. <laughs> Too soon. $160,000 for a two-year contract. 1954, Dan, for the uh, load management people. The Milwaukee Hawks and Baltimore Bullets NBA teams played the first doubleheader in NBA history. Two games in one day. 
Now they play two games in four days. Joe Frazier, 1971. But, but I think, I think, on that doubleheader, the score was the same for both games. Find out tomorrow. I, 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 I could be totally out of my league on this, but I think when the Bullets played the Hawks in 1954, they played a doubleheader against each other. I think the score was the same. But I could be wrong. Uh, what else do you have? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, did you know that on this day in 1954, the Bullets and Hawks played two games? Mm-hmm. And in those two games, the box score was exactly the same. The final score, 65-54. Okay. You're correct, Dan Patrick. Okay. And 1971, Joe Frazier retained his heavyweight title by defeating Muhammad Ali in a 15-round decision. It was Ali's first loss in 32 professional fights. Yeah. Uh, that was a big deal. That was a big, big deal. I remember white America had felt like was rooting for Joe Frazier because, you know, Ali was this loud, you know, this boisterous uh, draft dodger. I mean, there was so much involved in it. I remember that, you know, the battle lines were drawn on something like that. But uh, Joe Frazier beating Ali and uh, stopping a 31-fight winning streak. Todd, what would you learn today? Ryan Leaf says Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert will ask for and get $230 million guaranteed. Seton O'Connor. Aloha. Aloha is pretty good for Ryan in Honolulu. Oh, that is tough. Uh, Marv. Ryan Leaf gets his car fixed right over here. Yes, he does. Right around the corner. Paulie. Aloha, Dan. Just learning uh, Discover credit cards do something really awesome at the end of the first year. Automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Doubled. Trips, restaurants, all doubled. Learn more. See the terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. A lot of fun today. Thanks for joining us. We'll try to do better tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it will. Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.